Welcome to episode 44 of the Aligned Women podcast. Can I just tell you how excited I am to be back to this show with you? My baby now is nine weeks old almost, and I have lined up several guests for you, brand new guests to the show over the next few weeks. Plus, there's going to be a big surprise on the podcast, which I'm super excited about and I know you are going to love. Today's guest is Dr. Heather Denniston. You may know Dr. Heather from the blog, Well Fit and Fed. You might follow her on Instagram at Well Fit and Fed. Dr. Heather and I are going to dive into talking about transitioning from brick and mortar practice to sharing your message online. So let's go. You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. This is definitely the first podcast episode where I've been sitting on a ball bouncing while recording. My guest today is um, Dr. Heather, and she is totally cool. With Absolutely. She bounce up and down while we're talking. Dr. Yeah. Heather, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. It's my pleasure and honor to be here. You're, you have a wonderful, wonderful program. Thank you so much. I would love for you to share more about uh, who you are and what you do now in the world with our audience. Sure. Uh, I'm a chiropractor, uh, first and foremost, and I've uh, been in chiropractic for 22 years. And a couple of years in, and I've, I had a brick and mortar practice. I also was an associate for a period of time. And I sold my practice recently to a couple of lovely sisters from Wisconsin who took it over and are doing a wonderful job. And I did that because I was very clearly led to move into some other areas of business. And I wanted to write. I wanted to write full time. And so I started a blog called Well Fit and Fed. And I was writing, writing, writing. And then I realized I loved some other aspects of uh, what brought, what came with the writing, such as presenting and um, doing some coaching and some different things. So I kind of have a lot of cookie jars that I have my hand in right now. And I'm loving it all. It provides a lot of flexibility. I, I really enjoy my life. My husband and I are traveling a ton. I still see patients when I'm home, which I love. I always love to have my hands on people. And, uh, but I'm really enjoying a lot of the writing, the coaching, the programs that I've been developing. What was it, do you think, that um, called you to move on to writing and coaching and speaking? You know, I... When I was really young, I used to love to write. And then I, I just stopped when I was about 12 or 13. I think I got self-conscious or scared or interested in other things. And about four or five years ago, we started doing a newsletter in the practice. And it was my, one of my favorite things that I did for the business. I loved sitting down and writing articles. And to be honest, Danielle, one of the things that I struggled with as a chiropractor was getting into my patient's hands qualified fitness and nutrition and health information that they could trust and that was well-resourced. And I saw a need. And so that's what I started writing is just all well-resourced, you know, fitness, functional fitness, paleo information, all sorts of different types of things that were popular out there, but uh, 
so many people were writing about them and not necessarily all of them were qualified to be writing. And so as a chiropractor, I didn't have time to give all that fitness and nutrition information, although I wanted to, and I didn't really know where to direct them. And so that's where my leading came from. I was like, look, there's a need out here. And there are docs out there who want to give this information and who want to have patients take this on as part of their care plan. Uh, but it's very tough. Either there's not the time between patients or patient to patient, or there's not the reimburse, uh, reimbursement available to be spending that kind of time. So that's, that's what drew me is I want well fit and fed was the opportunity for docs to say, Oh, Epsom salt baths, just go there. There's a great article. Oh, uh, functional fitness or HIT, uh, high intensity interval workout, how to do it. Oh, yeah, just go to WellFit and Fed. And that's how it started. But then I also realized that these patients uh, need a little bit more support. So I've created a program called the Change Cave that provides accountability, resources, and community um, to help come alongside the chiropractic care, which is the most important piece. And support that with proper nutrition and fitness and stress management and mindset, wellness mindset information. This is probably why I wanted to connect with you and didn't really even know that this was why, but ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a writer. Oh, but that doesn't make any sense as a career. I had the foresight <laughs> as a kid to know you don't make money being a writer. Right? I, I know. And then, but luckily now we can find other ways to express our craziness as writers. And, uh, and so it's been a total dream to get back to it and to be, you know, formulating stuff that people are reading and enjoying. And, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Yes. A lot of times when people will reach out to me after reading a blog post, they say, wow, you are such a great writer. And my response that is, thank you has taken me basically 30 something years <laughs> to get to a point now where I can write something that someone might want to read. <laughs> uh, meaning, meaning for you to be able to structure something well, or for you to be able to accept that actually you're a great writer and that you're willing to put it out there and accept the praise. Oh, probably both. <laughs> probably both. But, oh gosh. There's been lots of time that I um, wrote stuff that was just kind of like, meh, but what I started looking at was just what you mentioned. You saw a need for yeah. something that was missing. And I saw a need for more support for women yes. who are chiropractors, especially those of us that have children and especially when they're little. Yes. Uh, as it is a whole different game. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, for sure. Bounce on the physio ball with a baby. <laughs> and I'll do it on a podcast. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And I have read some of your writing and I, uh, first of all, yes, you are an awesome writer, but I also know what that's like to go back and look at stuff you published years ago and go, Oh ah, yeah, that maybe wasn't so good, but it's an art. And as soon as I realized that writing is an art, like any other art, then I kind of gave myself permission to grow and to be okay at being not okay at it for a while. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm getting, I get that. I'm getting better. I'm not a great writer by any means, but I know I'm improving based on comparing uh, old pieces of writing to what I'm writing now, but it, it definitely is an art. So this brings up something that I wanted to talk with you about today, because I hear from women often that they're feeling sort of how you've felt in the past, where they're feeling this calling to move on mm -hmm. from traditional chiropractic practice to maybe doing virtual health coaching or yeah. writing books, speaking, and they're like, oh, okay, 
they have all these hangups in their head about how they could possibly do that. Yeah. Is it really okay to not practice anymore in air quotes and to not use their degree um, yeah. to do those kinds of things? So you know, what would you say to someone who's feeling like that now? You know, I think, Danielle, uh, we can look back over the last 100 plus years and see that we haven't grown as much as a, of a, as a profession as we should have. And I think part of the reason is that there are not chiropractors out in non-chiropractic profession teaching chiropractic philosophy in a different way. So I'm out there teaching about nutrition and fitness, but it's always with the undertone of a, of a chiropractic philosophy and, and roots. And I think chiropractors if they are feeling led to go out and write or speak or work online or start a different kind of business, I think we need them out there because we need that chiropractic mindset to infiltrate some of these other professions so that we can bring more people to chiropractic and so that they can understand it better. Whew, my skin is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I've said that only for the first time, maybe in the last couple of months that I feel if the way that we were working to educate the public about chiropractic was working, then surely we'd be seeing more than 10% of the population of people by now. Exactly. Over the course of more than a hundred yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in the last few years, it's some of these chiropractors like Josh Axe who have brought chiropractic to the paleo community, to ancient living, to um, acupuncture, uh, herbs, all sorts of different things. And, and he brings it with a chiropractic background. And then people are like, Oh, that's different. So tell me more about that. And he can express his chiropractic wherever he is. And that's the same with lots of other chiropractors who are out there in non chiropractic platforms, and they're able to share and I love that. And that's what I hoped for myself. And that's what I hope for anybody else, any other chiropractors who are saying, you know, maybe brick and mortar practice isn't for me for this period of time, it doesn't have to be forever. But if you're feeling led, you get one life, uh, those leadings are there for a reason. And we've got to listen to them. And uh, I think it's just so important to take those steps, scary as they may be, uh, to try that out because what we can learn and what we can teach others is huge. That's a very important point to reiterate that if you're feeling like right now is um, practicing the traditional way is not your passion, yeah, then it's okay to honor that now and to recognize that it doesn't have to be forever. Uh, absolutely. And, and I would never say I won't be in full-time practice again. I don't know. I, I take it. I, I really listen to what my heart is telling me to do and I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow it. And uh, there may be a time that I get into more of a formal practice again. There may not. Uh, but I know that I am living from a chiropractic philosophy. I always will, will, whether I have a practice or not, and I will always be teaching the message. And, and I think that's where it's important. Just because you're not in four walls in front of a chiropractic table does not mean you can't teach the chiropractic message. So if you think back to when you started writing and knowing what you know now, what advice would you want to give someone who is wanting to get started but has no idea where to start? Yeah. So I think it depends on what type of writing. You know, if you're thinking of starting a blog or you're thinking of writing articles for magazines or, uh, you know, those sorts of things, uh, it, it matters as far as what resources you want to tap into. But I think uh, 
getting the best thing I did when I went into becoming a blogger is I went to blogging conferences and I realized how little I knew and I surrounded myself with the experts. And, and that's all I could do is just sponge off those that are a few steps ahead of you on the path. And I think it's like any skill, you got to skill build. So if you are going to start writing, then you better start working on your writing skills, whether it's reading books on writing, whether it's writing every single day, no matter what, which is a super key thing to be doing. Um, finding mentors in the profession or in the area, you know, article submission or blogging that could help you along the way because it's not just about the writing, right? If you're going to go out and do writing, there's a whole business side of it too. And that's going to, that's really important to know. I can remember hitting publish on my first blog post and going, yay, I'm published and everybody's going to read it and it's going to be so awesome. And I love this article and it was ridiculous because nobody read it. I had no idea how to push it out there into the internet stratosphere. And I, it was like, nobody read it and I'm like I had to send it to my mom and my sister to read it because nobody was reading it I was very sad and so I had to find people who could say here's how you socially schedule a blog post here's how you push it out here how you get Google ranking here's how you figure out the SEO in your headline you know all of those things are the business side writing and uh, if you're going to be doing it as a business then those are the things that you need to be learning Speaking of writing every day, the book, The One Thing, that is a concept from that book. Have you read it? The Artist's Way or? The One Thing. Like, oh, well, no, I haven't. I haven't read that one. Uh, he talks about essentially honing in on what is the most important thing you can do in your work and doing that one thing every day. There's oh, nice. That, but yes. If you want to be a writer, then write then every write. day. Yeah. And I can't say that I sit down and write as I do for a blog post every day, but almost every day I shared something on Facebook that yeah. I write. Um, less since I had a newborn. <laughs> right. But um, prior to that, and the thing that brought this up in my mind was I was thinking as you were talking about no one reading your first published post is that when I see my Facebook memories now from um, almost two years ago, I'm like, yeah, nobody was clicking the like button and nobody yeah. was commenting. And now it's different. Um, and that didn't happen overnight. It happened no. by consistent action. And also posting stuff that was controversial to a certain extent yeah. or that I was uncertain about. Um, yeah. how, what kind of feedback I would get. Or honestly, sometimes looking pretty dumb. Yeah, I, I think all of that, like when you look human and you, um, and also Danielle, I think you have a great relationship with your folks and that is such a huge thing. Uh, I think people make the mistake that when they're building an online presence, they forget about the relationship piece and interacting with your followers and making them feel like they're special. All of that is really important for building a presence. And I can, I bet you do, I bet your likes and comments have gone up because everything you post feels very personal. So I, I think that's really, really good. And I think I love the thing about, um, you know, not being afraid to post something that makes you look a little silly or foolish or whatever, because it makes you feel human. So, yeah. Well, even just in the beginning for me of this journey, I, I didn't really know what my message was yet. And so I had to just put stuff out there to figure yes. out what resonates with people and I, and I would say with my audience, they didn't have an audience. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. uh, I can look back at those posts and cringe and think, <laughs> it was 
horrible, but same, I totally learned. the same. Oh yeah. I'd like, who was I, whose, whose clothes were I trying, was I trying on? Because, mm-hmm. um, I look back at some of those clothes and I'm like, that wasn't me. Like, what was I trying to be? So I, I love that you say that. Cause I think we all do that a little bit when we're getting into a new space, we got to figure out how we fit in that space. Yes. Well, hopefully from hearing you share that, hearing me share that it helps to empower other women to get outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. And um, if they have a message to share, to just start doing it. Yeah. yeah. Rather than and trying to figure out all the pieces of how to start here yes. to the big picture. Absolutely. You can still get stuff out there and then learn some of the other stuff as you go along. Um, one, I meant to share one tip just before uh, about Grammarly. Have you used Grammarly before? So Grammarly is a free software that you can put on your computer. And this was a savior for me because I had no idea. No one had ever told me all through college, all through high school, that I was a terrible speller. I had no idea. And I started publishing stuff and my, my patients started going, ah, yeah, that was horribly written uh, because I loaded with spelling mistakes and stuff. But Grammarly is a great tool for writers who don't have the money to pay an editor. Um, if you're writing blog posts and you just run it through Grammarly, it c- catches so many things. And it's just a nice little technical tool that people can use, whether you're writing an office newsletter or you're writing a whole blog. So it's a good one. I would love to hear more from you about what you are working on now. You have a new membership that is opening in uh, just a couple weeks from now. I do, yeah. It's called The Change Cave, and it is an online membership program that is a 12-module online institute, including master classes that are live and weekly emails and an incredibly fierce group of support on a Facebook group uh, that are all motivated toward their own personal wellness objectives while supporting each other. And the idea came from what I kind of mentioned before, and that is that as we as chiropractors, we would love to sit down and spend tons of time teaching our patients about nutrition and fitness and stress management and wellness mindset, we don't have the time or the bandwidth. And so that's why I created the program is so that chiropractic patients would have access to a membership that was chiropractically aligned, 100% well-resourced, and hit all the areas that we wish our patients would embrace, uh, but we just don't have the time to teach them. We know they're going to get better results from the amazing adjustment if they are shifting a little in their nutrition or changing their exercise habits a little bit. And that's what the Change Cave does. And so it's just a $23.99 a month program. It's very affordable. I've got tons of very cool expert presenters doing presentations every month. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's basically geared toward those that are ready to take that next step in their health and wellness, whether it's a first step or a 27th step to a new level. It's that's the whole purpose of the program is it's people from all different kind of walks of wellness coming together and supporting each other and learning in the process. Dr. Heather, why did you not create this program two years ago? (laughs) I, you know, like you said, you said it, 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 it takes a while to find where you fit in the space or where, or what your voice is and what, you know, what kinds of things. And starting with the well-fit and fed blog, I thought that was going to be it, but I realized it wasn't enough. There needed to be more of a community, more uh, bulletproof resources and more accountability. And so that's kind of what this program is going to offer is, is just that much more support. That was a loaded question, right? I mean, I, 
<laughs> ask the question with the answer in mind because I wanted to hear you say that you couldn't have created it two years ago. You needed to go through that process. Yes. Of figuring out what is really needed yeah. and how to offer a solution for people's real problems. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I think I was a little afraid too. I'm like, you know, we all go through that little bit of imposter syndrome of like, who am I to offer this? And then it got to the point where I'm like, I have to offer this. It's such a missing link. And you get to the point where you're like, I have a quote on my wall that says, once, once it matters, uh, something along the lines of it matters so little what other people think of it is when you own your idea. Um, and so owning an idea to the point that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I just know I need to do it. I, I love, I love when you get to that place in a project where you're like, bam, I'm going to do it. I'm driving toward the finish line. And, uh, and you, you have such a sense of purpose about it. I love that. Yes. Okay. So this membership that you've created, um, yeah. is going to be open to the general public, of course, but then how can chiropractors utilize this? Yeah for their patients as well. Yeah, here's the beauty of it is it's a, a built-in affiliate program. So if Danielle, you as a chiropractor wanted to sign up a few of your patients, you get $50 every patient that you sign up and or you give them your affiliate link. So either way, so if you tell somebody about the program and they use your link, then that's $50 in your pocket for that. I do that because I believe in the program and I think it's really important for doctors to message it to their patients so they can make an educated choice. And I want them to be part of the solution as well. So that's the best way and and once it launches March 15th there I'm gonna be kind of working toward getting the message out to different chiropractic offices bringing them on as beta testers and having them try the program themselves any chiropractor that wants to try it for free for a month and get access to the resources so they can check them out themselves they're more than welcome to do that and I can provide them a registration link that gives them their first month free how awesome it would be Wonderful. Thinking back to where I was at in practice six years ago to be able to have a resource like this at that time when I was seeing so many patients that yeah. I was too busy to create the things I thought about creating. Yes. Enough time. Yeah. And you know, I've talked to some chiropractors who are super high volume and I love uh, that Tristan on uh, Cairo Sushi was talking about, he said, you know, a lot of chiropractors want to stay in their own lane. They want to really just focus on the adjustment and do the adjustment. And obviously that is awesome and powerful. And so he says, so to have a resource that you can just say, go over here to this lane, that'll get you what you need here. And we'll focus on this part of your care is awesome. And then he also said these high volume practices could even if somebody signs up for care for a year, they can say, I'm just buying it for you. Like this is just an added bonus for coming to our office. Here you go. You're a member of the change cave for a year. It's going to supplement and really advance your care changes. And it's going to be very supportive for the patient and, and a, a big plus as an attractive feature to the doctor. That's a pretty brilliant idea as well. So it's like creating a package for your patient yeah. that's more customized. Yes. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, I'm super excited. I finished the first module. It's a 12, it's a, the whole thing is 12 different modules of wellness. So like fast fitness, the perfect plate, conscious nutrition, mindfulness and, and meditation, all these different subjects. And I just finished the first module and I'm really excited about it. It's got some interactive PDFs and different things, not too much, little bite-sized pieces that are doable, but then the client or member leaves having just a greater foundation of wellness. 
I think what is also interesting about this concept for you and for potential clients who are chiropractors that will be clients of yours, um, is that there are many who want to create additional revenue streams for their business. Yes. They don't want to see more patients, but they want to earn more income. Absolutely. And they're not interested in joining a network marketing company. Yeah. So this is a really great solution. Yeah. And it, it's easily run by the front desk. So it's not even something the doctor has to touch at all. I, my intention is to create some materials that are easily transferred to the patient with the registration link and that'll be all coming. And so it'll just make it super easy. Thinking about your, your content that you created for mm -hmm. your membership, um, who would you say that this membership is ideal for from the patient perspective? Yeah. I, you know, I would love to say, oh, every patient, obviously that's not going to happen. There's some patients just aren't ready uh, and who may not want to do the work right now. So typically I think the, the avatar is a 35 to 55 year old woman who is maybe just finished having babies or having babies who is ready to get back into exercising, ha has the passion, but not the know-how and really would like to learn more about real wellness, not just a 30 day this or a 21 day that. They wanna really learn the foundational principles of how to be well for life, not just temporarily. And so I think that's gonna be probably the typical member is that kind of profile. Awesome, and I would say that that's most of our audience's patients as well. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Because we're the ones taking care of ourselves. We go to the chiropractor first before we bring our kids and our husbands or partners, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think that's really true. All right, Dr. Heather, thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. I appreciate your time and your patience with my bouncing and- Oh, no, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> what a pleasure it has been to talk to you. It's so fun and, and thank you so much. You're super, super easy to interview with. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate and am honored that you uh, ha had some time for me today. So thank you. We'll wrap up with one last question, which is the question that I typically ask most guests on the show. And that is, if there is a doc that's listening to the show today who's feeling super overwhelmed mm. managing both practice and life, what advice would you offer her today? Well, I think it's really important to support yourself with a community of other female doctors or other doctors. Uh, and I think that it's really important to lean in there and, and compare get opportunities to compare notes with each other and share with each other and vent with each other because no one knows what it's like to be in practice unless you're in practice. It's like anything else. And so I think that's really key. And I think also having a bigger picture in mind, when you get so narrow that you're just thinking about the next patient that's coming in, it can become so frustrating, so overwhelming. But if you have a big vision for your practice, you have big ambitions for it, uh, I think that softens the crazy day-to-day a little because you think, okay, I'm in it for the long game. I'm not just, you know, thinking about this short game. I think that can really help. And finally, the self-care is so, so important that you are eating well, you're hydrating, you are getting exercise every day, and you are getting outside every day, and you are getting good sleep. Those are just absolutely key. Obviously, when you're raising little kids and you're in practice, some of those get sacrificed, but they don't have to all the time. I've seen women be very successful at it. It's about prioritizing. And so uh, it's, it's definitely making sure that you put yourself first on occasion so that you can get your needs met, your physical, mental, emotional needs met so that you can be full for other folks, your family and your patients.
Yeah. Amen to that. Amen. A new mom that was, it was really, really challenging. Oh yeah. Make time for myself to take care of myself. And now with, um, having had my third baby, I know there is no other option. Yeah, I, for sure. I mean, you get to that point where you're like, I just, you cannot exist with anybody else, uh, <laughs> unless you have some level of fullness in your bank. Right. All right, Dr. Heather, thank you again so much. You bet. Hey, if you want to learn more about the Change Cave, then be sure to check the show notes for this episode. You can find them either in iTunes by clicking the podcast cover art and checking out the links there or head over to alignedwomen.com forward slash podcast forward slash 044.